Monday morning. Welcome, everybody. It is January 24th. I'm back in the studio. We have a whole weekend's worth of stuff to talk about. And Kyle's still recovering from a Bengals win just on the weekend. Let's go. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stay when they see Monday bouncing. Monday bouncing. So good. It's going to be a big week, man. It's going to be a big week. It's going to be an absolute crazy week. We've got so much in store. Can't wait to tell everyone about it as it comes because we're still figuring it out but it's going to be a great week so <laughs> oh i know Look, i know and and here's the thing when you start your weekend off on a saturday afternoon and you're a bengal's fan <laughs> and the bengal's don't get bengalsy <laughs> and they win two playoff games in a row after not having won a single one in 31 years like you know, the week has to be good. It feels has to be good. It feels strangely very Eaglesy to be this morning <laughs> when I pulled up to the office and uh, Danielle's husband Nate dropped her off, and as he's leaving, he rolls down his window and I'm, I look at him and he's like, "So we're Bengals fans now?" I was like, "Oh yeah." yeah. I was like, "It feels really Eaglesy, doesn't it?" He's like, "Yeah." We're like, "Yeah, we're totally Bengals fans." Like, we're just gonna find a I was find like, a team. I was like never in my life did I ever think I'd have a reason to say that. <laughs> But yes, it's so good. it was just a crazy weekend. If you're not into football, um, the Bengals are kind of a, a little bit of a Cinderella story. Haven't won a play, hadn't won a playoff game in what 31 years up until yeah. last week. Yep. And um, you know, just talk. I was thinking about the the fortitude that it takes to go season after season, just taking the hits and still coming back and still maintaining some belief and <sighs> uh, really. Honestly, like staying together for the community experience of it. If you don't live in an NFL town um, or certain certain NFL towns too, it's like it's such a community builder and there's such a com- camaraderie around the losing. Actually, when when it, you have right. a team that that we've got, a, there's a community of Bengals fans in Nashville, and then we're we're always like we can we, we're doing it another year, right? We can do it. But check this out. Listen to the weekend, right? So the Bengals win against first on, of all for people that aren't football fans against the Tennessee Titans. So Tennessee Titans play in Nashville, <laughs> right? Right. So, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So I was like trying to stay up. hunkered down, right? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Don't let anyone see the orange. But here's here's some of the stats on this weekend, right? One, they went on a field goal of which McPherson, who's the field goal kicker, says to Joe Burrow, the quarterback of the Bengals, as he's walking out, he kind of looks at him, shrugs, goes, mm, looks like we're headed to the AFC Championship before he kicked the field goal. <laughs> that swagger. Before he kicked it. That's so strong. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. Then <laughs> that's unbelievable. It, How far? It was a, it, it was a long kick, too. Uh, it was a generally, I think it was 52 yards. He had already, he had already hit a 54 yarder. Dude, 52 so yards is like, a long kick, right? He could do it, but that is not a gimme. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not a gimme at all. Right. So that happens. Next game ends on a walk-off field goal. The next game on Sunday ends on a walk-off field goal. And then the most ridiculous football playoff football game. I think I've ever seen in my life. Right. And 25 points are scored in less than two minutes between the Chiefs and the Bills. Chiefs go on to win it. Patty Mahomes is just an uh, just absolutely insane, right? It was a crazy weekend of excitement. And I saw this stat this morning that 80 of the top 100 rankings for TV this weekend were from NFL football surrounded events. 
You know, people, that's crazy. People are like linear TV is still in y'all. It especially for things that you cannot predict and things. I love it because it's something right. that kind of brings people together. Right. Yep. Like all the other things fighting for ratings and bragging are usually things that kind of tear people apart. Um, you know, we don't get it too much cause we have some moves to talk about, but uh, I was traveling for the last few days, as you may know, with, with my wife, Sarah had a conference, um, and just a couple of days off and we got home and when we don't have our kids with us, we get in conversations with everybody. It's awesome, yes. right? We just get in conversation with everybody. We forget. <laughs> and I came back and I was like, you know, traveling, when you travel and have some time to like breathe because you're not like running from one thing to another, you understand one thing. And it's that this country is so much more full of people who are willing to like find common ground than you would believe oh, yeah. if you watch news or scrolled Facebook feeds. And it was just re really encouraging yes. to me saying like, don't don't believe the hype. Actually, the things we're doing as communities and as people are far much are far deeper and far more meaningful and far more aligned than most of the media world will help you to believe. So this is one of the things that we do. This hopefully this spot is a little bit of that for you. Let's talk about some news. So I, I drove a Tesla last week for the first time and um, right. saw this article in Bloomberg and uh, wanted to talk about it. So Scott Painter, the name should sound familiar, the founder of True Car, right? Very infamous name in automotive. He is starting a new company that enables people to get in Teslas much easier in less than 10 minutes. And basically the model is this, uh, this company uh, called uh, Autonomous, not to be, or Autonomy, Autonomy, I think. Yeah, it's not to be confused with right. autonomous driving, but really the freedom and autonomy is what they're saying. So we'll see. Um, but basically they buy Teslas, Autonomy buys Teslas, and then you with a credit card can lease one month to month with a two or three month minimum and it's like five or 600 bucks a month, but you do have to put like, I can't remember, it's like $5,500 down. So wow. if you buy a Tesla, you have to put about $4,500 down, your payment's about the same. But the, the point is a lot of people are EV curious and don't wanna make the right. commitment until they drive one. So here's a way you can dip your toe in the water and uh, you know get, get behind the wheel of a Tesla and drive it for a few months to see if you like it um, before making any kind of purchasing decision. You know, so. so if you don't know, also, uh, did you know that this is actually Scott's second uh, dip into like lease based or yeah, like right. um, fair.com was him. So fair was first. Right. And so I, this is an interesting move because it's a very similar type platform, um, but with a lot different crowd. Right. The, the, the fair crowd. Yeah, the fair crowd was much more of a um, like obviously rideshare type drivers looking for high mileage type uh, lease offerings or payment conscious people. This is much more of a like not so much payment conscious, much more curious, yeah. right? Um, I, and and so I think it's going to be an interesting interesting market play. It, it it for me is like the next level from going from like rental to lease, you know, to to this type of lease structure uh, to a purchase structure. Um, so I don't know where that fits in the market, I, but I, mean, I, I, I think, feel like it will. I do. I think that there's definitely a, a segment of people who would be willing to pay a little extra money to feel like, you know, like is my next car an electric car or maybe it's like the next, next one, right? So the next lease cycle. So right. maybe like my lease is up in the next year. I might not be ready to jump EV yet, but I might be thinking like probably in the next 36 months I will. Um, and have a little bit of extra extra money to throw at it and are willing to do it. I think I think the market exists. And I think that that the extra money isn't going to be um, an issue. And like, I'll just say it, man, it was a lot of fun to drive an EV. It was a whole lot of fun. I, yeah. got, I got back in my Telluride, like we landed in the airport last night. And I felt like I was like <laughs> driving a horse and buggy. 
Like as far as how that sucker moved, um, because also how, yeah, how it moves, right. How it moves. Like it's crazy how quickly I got, it was like little disorienting, but it was disorienting in a good way. All of a sudden I had unbelievable power and control at my fingertips. It was just way easier to drive and uh, the braking thing, right. Not having to touch hit the brake. If you don't know, you're driving an EV, when you let go of the gas, typically the cars are set up so that it starts taking the power from the wheels to recharge the battery. So like it starts, it clicks in the turbine and starts to to charge the battery. So it automatically breaks the car. Took a little getting used to, but after that, I was like, wow, this is actually a really easy way to drive the car. So I think, I think he's going to get traction as long as he can get inventory. You know, they said they're being in the article, it said they're being really flexible on things like wheel style and color, like things that you would be willing to wait for if you're buying this car and this is going to be your driver, but when you're not, you're only leasing it. So they're like, okay, what do you have available? And I think they already have like 300, um, 300 Teslas and they're, they're getting going. So, I mean, look, Scott Painter's got the resources, got the experience. So, um, it'll, it'll be an interesting test experiment to see, but I think it will also, like we were talking about a lot of things, rental car companies, et cetera, drive EV adoption. And uh, before last week, I was like, I don't know. But literally in the last four days, all of a sudden I understand it. And I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is, this is it. It's a market timing play, right? Because probably in like seven or eight years, it doesn't make so much sense, right? EV is more accessible. Yep. Um, But right now with accessibility to EV and interest in EV at an all time, uh, accessibility low, interest high. It's a great, great, great move. Speaking so, of uh, yeah. transitions from EV, segue. How to get one in? How to get one in? Um, article this morning. BM in automotive news. BMW is stopping production of their legendary V12 engine. I uh, have. Did Can we you get ever, a moment of silence? Did you, have you ever <laughs> driven one of those? One time. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably just the, because you know you get a trade in and it's what you get to drive. But I drove yeah, one not, once. Ne- as well. Never put my foot behind it though. I never okay. put my foot behind. Okay, it. I I did. It was my uh, image auto detailing days. I had to transport a vehicle from an owner's house to to the detail shop, and it's probably the closest thing that I've ever experienced to what it was like. Honestly, driving the EV over the week over last week, where you had instant wow. instant power. Instant I mean, power. It's let's. It sounded really great when you did it too. Like there was that right. element. Um, it, they're different kind of cool. Like one, you feel like you're on like a Disney ride when it's like, it's just like quiet and you hear this little electric motor mm-hmm. hum, like like you're about to hit light speed. But the the V12 right. man, that puppy sounded awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so it's done. I mean, and obviously it's really clear why they're doing it. They're saying, well, look, sure. we can get if it's a performance based engine that's very complicated to build, we don't build a lot of them. It's expensive to make. It's expensive to maintain. Um, it guzzles gas like nobody's business. Right. So with all the regulations right. and saying like, Hey, we can actually match that performance, uh, already, right. We can beat it Easily. already with our yeah. EVs. Um, so yeah, it's going to be done. So if you have one, um, hold on for, to that for a little bit. Don't sell it. Hold on to that puppy. <laughs> no doubt. That thing is going to be worth some buck for sure. I, I, you know, I, I'm still like, I was a, uh, an original adopter of the leaf. Uh, I worked for a Nissan dealership. And so like, I get the whole sneak up behind people, the were right. The instant, uh, application of torque right and the ev is nowhere what like a tesla or some of the new things yeah i was gonna say what, what, how did the leaf, the leaf drive was it fast oh it, it it drove great i mean it was crazy because it was it was like off the line nothing can beat it right because it's instant 100 torque right you get all of it at yeah. go yeah. and that's what ev kind of has the trade-off and everybody what everybody wants when they talk about like 
cars with a lot of power is not actually horsepower. It's actually torque. And that's a common misconception that a lot of people come into dealerships and like, I want horsepower, high horsepower. Right? Like, you no, actually what you want is torque. How which that is horsepower transfers to the wheels. Exactly. Right. So, um, so yeah, so that's, uh, so it's, it's an interesting play. Like, but I remember that feeling of like, wow, this just feels like, whoa, here I go and, you know, off the line. Um, but man, the, the purr of an engine, uh, I, I, I'm still wondering whether or not manufacturers are going to try and intro like introduce that sound wish. feeling or whether we're just going to trans transition to a no sound feeling. I'm going to be honest. I wish I missed it more than I did. Oh man. Wow. I wish I missed it. Now, maybe if it's like, I mean, cause like getting back in the Telluride, like there's nothing cool about the way a Telluride sounds and it's the six cylinder. Right. right? But it, literally I felt like I was driving like a four banger Chevy Cavalier, like circa 1998 <laughs> when I got my V6 Telluride that before driving, that, I was like, this thing really moves. It's redefined. Yeah. It ruined just like anything it, you get, you get ruined. You have the one good experience, right? You stay at the Ritz Carlton right. one time and now the four star hotel, you're like, Meh, yeah. right. And yes, so exactly. The, the courtyard by Marriott is now like, bah. What, what it used to be like, <laughs> right. this isn't, a mo I don't drive up to my room, right? The courtyard of Marriott was like, look at this right. place. And so right, exactly. uh, the EV experience. And I, I will say too, that um, my wife who is not a motorhead in any way, shape or form, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't think about these things. She just experiences it like, oh, well, let me see if I like right. this. And she fell in love with the car. All of a sudden, like, she's like, feel leaving. She's like, I feel like that was like a part of the entertainment and the trip. Like I feel like I have a con uh. personal connection to this car. And I was like, man, that's just brilliant, brilliant CX and brand execution to be like, you know, and it was like the stupid things, like the little fireplace thing that you can click on. Right. It's just, it right. gave the car personality. The fact that it did a few things, it literally gave the car personality. And that's something that's wide open. You don't have to be Tesla to do that. Right. And I think no, not at the all. more Ford and GM and, and the other automakers can lean into the personality of it. Right. Like, yep. don't try to be so 40 Ford. Don't try to be so 40. Right. Try to think outside yep. it. And that's that fresh perspective is why the CX well, just felt. You so think good. about like you think about a phone and the level of person personalization yep. and like moments of and, and, and surprise and delight that yep. you can get from interacting with a phone. Yeah. Right. That's that type of interaction is now we have the capacity for that in the car right yeah. personalization accessory accessorizing you know home screen uh, changes app app layout changes right and I, and I so i think man i would say a layer deeper than that too think i my advice not like it's worth what for whatever it's worth personality is where it's at mm. like customization one thing yes we're kind of used to customizing things it'll be nice when we can customize it but do things that make give that car a personality like it's like the humanization right. of technology right you think of that with ai like everybody's leaning to how can we make it more human think of how the car can be more human and i think you'll have a better connection and what a better time to surprise and delight with personality for the fords and the gms and the nissans right like as you're right. now introducing evs like make it a new experience make it super personal uh one more thing we're kind of out of time uh crypto taking a complete nosedive over the last Just week tanking i mean going from you know i mean what in november bitcoin is in the 60s right it's half right now i'm going uh, i think yeah. it, it dipped under did it dip under 34 yet it so was, yeah it was we're at 30 33 no. three right now and so yep. over the last month we've gone from 52 one to 33 three 
So wow. massive, yeah. massive change in Bitcoin. Ethereum is probably a pretty similar story. Uh, Ethereum, we yep. are going from 4,100 to 2,100. So even a deeper, yeah, it's almost late. a 50%. It's almost 50%. Um, not investment advice, but if I was going to buy some more crypto, <laughs> which I did, I'm buying right Sometime now. around now right. would not be a terrible idea, we're guessing, because the bounce is coming. And there's a weird arbitrage that can happen right now because if you think of some of the, the values or some of the NFTs, if you've been thinking or wanting to get into the game, NFT right. pricing takes a minute to correct. So say something is 10 ETH or 10 Ethereum, right? And Ethereum is 4,100. And then all of a sudden, crypto drops almost by half. Means you can right. pick that 10 ETH thing up in the short term before it adjusts on the open marketplace. You can pick it up for almost half price. And then when crypto, crypto rebounds, um, you're in a much better place. Then but look, yeah. we're, trying, we're trying to watch that because um, we get some interesting things coming with crypto. Uh, Eric Adams, uh, the, the mayor of New York City, said he's going to take his first three pay, convert his first three paychecks into crypto. So he just got his first one. Great timing. That paycheck's probably going to double. <laughs> yes, probably, no doubt. Um, Isn't that it's, crazy? It's a good move for him to commit to that. But uh, we'll also have some conversations going with uh, dealers accepting crypto as payment for a vehicle. Um, it's and, coming. And we may even we may even accept crypto for merch here soon. I think we'll see. We'll that, see. Yeah, I think uh, merch. We have merch. Ah, we have a lot of things coming. Uh, look, thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. Am I not hitting the right buttons? There it is. Um, thanks for spending some time with us today. We got Clubhouse Rooms firing up next week. We got a newsletter being revamped and coming out. We got merch. We got a referral program. Stay tuned. So much more to come. But go ahead and crush some Monday.